You're listening to the Talking Through Hoops podcast with Robert Schlatter and Nick Parabolos. Your one-stop for non-stop basketball talk. Be sure to subscribe to our podcast and follow our social media, Talking Through Hoops, on Twitter and Instagram. Now, here's Tip-Off with Rob and Nick. Hello, everybody. We are midway in the NBA season, and we have an exciting episode for you this week. It is our trade deadline special. I'm Nicholas Paravalos, and I'm here with Robert Schlatter, and we are ready to jump right into Trade season is upon us. It's one of my favorite seasons. It is one of the best seasons. I don't know if it's like a – it's not trade season, but we're getting closer to the trade deadline. Everything's heating up. You know, I have a lot of news, just rumors everywhere, which necessarily isn't always the best thing to have, you know, with, you know, just, you know, weird rumors coming out that may not make any sense or that are just completely false. But it's, it's an exciting time to be an NBA fan and to talk about the NBA right now. Yes, we have a lot of theoretical situations, how teams could build upon that are trying to make that playoff push, this and that. But let's jump right into it, Rob. Right before recording this podcast right on Monday, this is Monday, February, breaking uh, January news. 29th, Blake Griffin has reportedly been traded. A to Woj the, bomb, by the way. Yes, this Adrian is. Adrian Wojnowski, he's always breaking stuff. Of course, but it's Detroit basketball is back. Bad boys, bad boys, what you gonna do? What you gonna do when they come for you? Bad boys, bad boys. Bad boys acquire Blake Griffin. For Avery Bradley, Tobias Harris, and a couple first, uh, no, one uh, first, first round, round pick and, and a second, second round pick. Yep. Uh, my my hot take on this, Rob, would be: Do you think the Pistons gave up a lot of their role players that helped get them to the ninth <clears throat> seed right now? Well, I think the fact that they, I, I I like Tobias Harris. He's a solid basketball player. You know, snub. A snub from the All-Star. You can debate that whether or not you know he should have made the All-Star team. Avery Bradley is still kind of in his. Still kind of in his prime as a, as a good defender and a good ball player. Moved over from Boston last year in a trade. And, you know, I think those are two very good players. And if you, if you told me that that's what you gave up for Blake Griffin, you know, I'm not a big fan of Blake Griffin just because of his injury history. I think he's really improved his game. First round pick as well. You can't a first round pick is a first round draft. pick is really where I'm like, ah, uh, for Blake Griffin, who's probably going to give you at most – 45 to 55 games and then he's going to be injured on the like if you have him for the postseason in the Eastern Conference okay sure and I really don't know how that dynamic's going to work with him and Andre Drummond well it's going to work the same way Jordan Jordan DeAndre Jordan and Blake Griffin played uh sort of but Drummond is so much more of a even though he can't shoot both of them can't shoot free throws but yeah he's more of an offensive talent that can do more in the post and he can finish DeAndre Jordan cannot finish whatsoever and and it's kind of surprising because we were before this we had it you know mapped out our what we were going to talk about in the trade special and then this bomb just hits us we thought we were going to be talking about Lou Williams and uh, DeAndre Jordan and where they're going to go and then this this is just coming completely out of left field they you know Blake Griffin was thought of to be you know not really supposed to be the they they signed him to a long contract but they didn't really think you know a lot of fans didn't think that he would just be out after one season with it's after signing the contract well, and they thought he was you know for the most part he thought he was going to be in there for the long haul kudos to Steve ba- uh Baller right the owner Steve Ballmer Steve Ballmer close for, enough close for enough. 
signing and trade him because if he walked away in the offseason, Blake Griffin, the Clippers would have been left with nothing. At least they get a first-round pick in return. Ve- yes, Two very, very good true. role players. Mm-hmm. I-, I love this move for the Clippers. Yes, for I the Clippers, it's a good move, especially they get that $100 million plus off the off their books. But from Detroit perspective, I th- now you have like a Luke Kennard and Stanley Johnson starting at your two and three. Like That's a big-time loss in my opinion. I I completely agree, and it wasn't Bradley and going to just pull up Harris. Yeah, just going to pull up the standings right here to kind of. They're in the ninth right now, right behind Philadelphia, and it's just like, um, for for the, in terms of for the Clippers, they're pretty. I mean, Blake, they were able to because Blake Griffin was out for a long time, and that's pretty much Lou Williams was able to just completely get them back within contention. Where they are right now on the ninth seed, twenty five. Both and teams are in the ninth. They're both in the ninth. So it's like now that they get rid of Blake Griffin. I know Lou Williams was the one that led the charge, and you know the role players around them were the ones that led the charge. But now it's just seeming like if they give up on Blake Griffin, I know he wasn't the big component of how they've played this season because he's been out. But now it's just like okay. DeAndre is definitely gone. Lou Williams is definitely gone. That whole team is just going to get blown up. They gave away their star player. I don't see how they're not just going to tank. And I, Doc Rivers is pretty much in control at this point of that franchise. And I mean, I we we both mutually believe that he should be gone. But I, I that it's just all over the place because I thought they would they would stick with Blake, probably dump DeAndre and dump Lou Williams. But this is I don't I, I really don't know what the Clippers are doing. Yeah, well. Once again, Stan Van Gundy making a move. Y'all on the ball, I'm Stan Van Gundy. Let's see if he can improve his yeah. team. But the Pistons, man, I, I like to I like to see him in the playoffs. I'd like to see a Blake Griffin and an Andre you're big, Drummond you're a big in the playoffs. Fan I'm a big bad boys basketball back, basketball. Man. Yeah, I, I can I mean I'd like him, I'd like to see him pick up um probably a shooter off the bench in a trade, possibly. Maybe a Jordan Clarkson because he could get his buckets, but mm-hmm. but what do they really have to give up? Maybe like Stanley Johnson. Well, Reggie no, now Jack- they need Reggie Stanley. Ja- Reggie Jackson is still a guy that they they were looking to ship out that we were gonna, we were going to talk. Well, we may as well start talking about him now. But Reggie Jackson was a guy that people thought is going to probably be shipped off because I don't they, think so now. They uh, I, they do have Ish Smith. Are they going to give up Ish Smith? You're, you're not. You're probably not going to get as much as you would from Reggie if if you traded Reggie Jackson. As you know, if you traded Ish Smith, Reggie Jackson has a little bit more value. So, it, Wait, who, like they, who else are they going to trade in the Reggie Jackson deal? Like they're going to trade somebody, but what are they going to get in return? Nothing really, because Reggie Jackson is kind of. I take Reggie Jackson. I mean, I. You, if you were the New York Knicks, you wouldn't take Reggie Jackson yeah, right now. Of course, I take Reggie okay. Jackson. But I'm saying that Stan Van Gundy, to his discredit, has lowered his value by putting him in the doghouse and not really have, you know, had him being the star point guard. Now, if you tell me that they were in the ninth seed and they were starting Reggie Jackson and Reggie Jackson was getting absolute, you know, crazy buckets and was playing really good basketball, then I could see, okay, they could make a move and they can get mate a possibly a first round pick or possibly, you know, something in return that can help them for the future. But it's just probably not going to happen with the value that Reggie Jackson has. So yeah. Bananas trade, insane. That's Crazy why you gotta trade. love the season. You gotta love this time trade of year because you never see. You know, you just you don't see a lot of the trades happening. But let's move on, especially to, the NBA, man. Yeah, you don't see any. It's just out of nowhere. Let's just move on to our next topic. We'll stay in LA. DeAndre Jordan and Lou Williams. Yeah, Talk- Rob. These guys have been in trade talks for probably the last like two months. Haven't seen them dealt yet, but yeah. the pressure's coming on with one one. Oh, plus, it, one and a half weeks plus to go. Let's see what happens. 
my personal opinion, DeAndre Jordan will most likely get moved to the Cleveland Cavaliers because <sighs> no, just because of how it goes no. down. Who are they going to give up for? I mean, him? they have people. I don't. Right, if you do say you think Tristan Thompson's in the deal, no matter what. He's garbage. But it, it, who cares about what he sucks. Clippers are getting? It's it's all about money, right? Yeah, balancing the books. All right, but they, DeAndre Jordan was an All Star last year. Now, if you're telling me, okay, maybe they'll give up Kevin Love or Isaiah Thomas, which I don't see why the hell that the Clippers would want either of those older players. You know, they're in their prime. I take they're Love. Not gonna, uh, Come on. Yeah, okay. Now, if you tell me that, then I could be like, okay. But if you're no. telling me they're going to give up Tristan Thompson, Iman Shumper, yes. or JR, are they giving up that first-round pick? If maybe not. Well, do they, then that's not happening, their man. First round? DeAndre Jordan, even though the man can't finish and he can't shoot free throws and he has no outside game, he is such a better player than Tristan Thompson ever. I saw a stat today, which was kind of funny, involving the uh, – Involving Trishan Thompson, I don't know if it had to do something with the Kardashian. I don't know how long he's been going out with Chloe, but it was just a funny stat. When Trishan Thompson was in the lineup, <clears throat> they were about thirteen and sixteen. And then if you look at him outside of lineup, and when they went on that huge streak and he was injured, they were eighteen and one. Yeah, well, I don't like Tristan Thompson. You just as a gotta do as well. the gotta do the you know the math there. You're not helping. He's not helping, so I don't know how they're going to get – I mean, LeBron does his teammates a favor, even though they're garbage. You know, JR and Iman and Trishan Thompson got them paid by the Cavs, but it's really kind of handcuffing them now at this point. So you could say LeBron won a championship, but he also kind of put you guys in a bad situation with the cap space and everything. And But to think that DeAndre Jordan is going to get dealt for Trishan Thompson is absolute stupidity. Well, well if you're – the Clippers, it looks like they're just blowing everything up, right? Yeah. They're trying to get as much, I guess, val- value. And I'm in the studio. This is bad podcast, but I'm doing quotation marks. Yeah. Value yeah, imagine, in Tristan Thompson imagine Nick doing and that. JR yes. or Chumpert. But if they could get, a, I mean, a second-round pick just to get just to get Jordan off the books because you're trying to be really bad. Yeah. And when you try to be really bad, you got to get at least some decent basketball players off your team. I, personally, I don't like DeAndre Jordan's game. I wouldn't take him on my team if I was building a team. I think he is. Okay. Even even as a big man, Yeah. I, I don't think he does big man moves down low. He has no post game. So yeah. in my eyes, he, what value does he give me? I've always said I just I couldn't, rebounds. couldn't even imagine how good he'd be if he had a post game and just some semblance of like touch around. Just the two, moves, two moves. Two he'd moves. Two moves. He'd be so ridiculously good. But it's, you know... I, I don't know. I really kind of see him just – you may be right, and he could get dealt and just for nothing. But Just I, so that they, they could, uh, they could the Cavs, lower their value. And I just tank. hate how the Cavs hype around. Oh, the Cavs are involved in literally every – when a name is thrown out, oh, the Cavs are in there because, you know, LeBron's on the team. It's like, nah, that's BS. That's not a tr- – it's fake news. It's not a real story. And, like, moving on to Lou Williams, they think they could get Lou Williams. Now, if you say maybe – I don't know. Would you do this trade? Would you trade Isaiah Thomas for Lou Williams? Hell yeah. Well, I I'm, think so. I'm a big-time Isaiah Thomas hater. I don't think he's as good as he's supposed to be. Well, portrayed that. as, especially in Boston. The man, because he's 5'8", I'm going to say, because he's not 5'10", 5'9". He's 5'8". Okay. All right, with sneakers on, he's 5'9", 5'10". <laughs> Ooh, burn. He, because he's so small, and in today's NBA, they give him so many calls like he like last year he led the he like led the league in free throws in the fourth quarter which is absurd in my eyes 
Yeah, I don't know how his game like translate well translates well into the NBA. It may just be because of how the he's game. terrible on defense. Yeah, too. that too. And Who would want a guy like that on your on your team? Not a lot of people, but he can score the basketball, and that's like I guess you know he averaged twenty eight some odd points last year, so the people wanted him on the squad. But I mean, <clears throat> like looking at it. Isaiah for Lou Williams, I would honestly do that. I think Lou Williams is a really good ball player, and he's a he's a guy that like he's a guy that's gonna adjust with the guys. Where Isaiah's had trouble, he thinks he's like I've heard, he like, thinks he's up there with Kyrie, no, no, no. Russell he, Westbrook. He thinks that he's like like one A to LeBron's one. He's not, and that's that's just okay. It's like Isaiah, okay, chill out, dude. You're getting a little bit outside of your. Uh, you know, going above the seal. You know, he's just going out of his element at that point. Now, and it, now, Lou Williams. If you look at what he did, everyone's like, when he went to the Clippers in the trade with Chris Paul, and they were kind of concerned about how he would fit in with that system. He's not a dominant defensive player, and he's not, you know, going to get you, you know, a million steals and all this. But he's a good, solid defender that could, in a Dave, you know, with the game at how it is today, he could. You know, play defense because I've said that there's not real much defense going on in the league today. No, but if you look at the rest of his game, he adjusted. He became more of a facilitator, and he's been able to adjust with DeAndre Jordan and the rest of the team, and that's why they kind of had a, a lot more success. So if you put, I, I, you know, you may think it's crazy, you know, thinking at this point, you know, Isaiah is better than Lou Williams. He's really not that much better, and I think that you could plug in if you do that, and the Clippers are willing to do that. I don't see why the Clippers would be willing, but I mean, the thing is, I would do that if I was Cleveland, it, but it's not going to happen. So the reason why I don't think Cleveland would pull the trigger in trading Isaiah Thomas is because they're scared that LeBron's going to leave in the offseason yes. and they feel like they still need Which he is. He's they going they, to they still need a I guess superstar where that he was in Boston apparently. So they need somebody like that to still build around. I, and I hate, like, I hate the Reddit, like all, oh, oh the Boston fans really liked him because he was the little guy. Da, 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 da. It's just so annoying. It's like Isaiah's a good ball player, and I really kind of grew to like respect him a lot last year and how he played. And then it's like you know the love affair of the Boston fans have with Isaiah and the rest of the NBA, and now that he's with LeBron and everything, it's just, it's weird. It's a weird situation. I still don't think that Cleveland's gonna make. At most, I think they could get George Hill. At most, and they'd have to give up a so- now. If George sells a one-year deal, now, so thank God for that. Now knowing that Blake Griffin left, anything is possible at this point. Yep, I really like Kevin Love could be traded. You know, I bet Cleveland's really uh, wishing that they had pulled the trigger and uh, made that Kevin Love deal at the trade deadline for Carmelo Anthony. Don't you think, Nick, uh, against with the New York Knicks when they offered him that deal last year? No, I don't think they uh, they wish because. I still think I Kev- Kevin Love's wishes. a good basketball player. LeBron wishes. Kevin Love, if take him away from Cleveland, the man's going to average 20-plus. Oh, he's a really good second he's option. R- second option. I think he could be a main option. I like. He's got post game, but you don't see that in on his team. Yeah, because they want to keep him in LeBron the corner. For, I, 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 don't, his name? I don't know if he's exactly a, a number one kind of guy, but I think that he's been, you know, I, I've kind of had my opinion on him and everything, and – I don't, you know, I'm not the biggest Kevin Love fan, but you got to respect his game and how he's gone. He's he's basically done what Chris Bosh did with uh, with with Miami back in the day, and he's he's a good ball player. And Isaiah, if it is true with the reports that everything that Isaiah led the charge against Kevin Love for not playing because he was sick, it's like Isaiah and Iman Shumper and J.R. Smith and those guys are. It's like, hold on, if I'm Kevin Love, I'm like, wait a minute, wait a minute. 
I made the all-star team, and what have you guys been doing? Sucking. You guys have not played up to any kind of standard that's respectable in the NBA. J.R. Smith, garbage. Iman Shumpert, garbage. Isaiah Thomas, for the most part, other than probably his debut where he had 17 points, has been garbage. So, yeah. I, Trouble so in paradise I really re- with Cleveland. I, yeah, I really respect what Kevin Love's done. If they trade him, I... You know, Kevin Love's got his ring, and if he can go get some money somewhere else and go play basketball and be, you know, more incorporated into the offense and be kind of the main guy, good for Kevin See, Love. See, the thing is with Cleveland, because we'll move to the Cleveland topic right now, Rob, since we've been discussing him so much. Yeah. They have players that are just not willing to give up, like, a lot. Like, JR has a bad attitude. All these players. Yeah. See, he got now, all mad because Dwayne Wade, Hall of Famer, was put in the starting lineup. He's like, I put in a lot of work, and now, I should be starting. Shut now, if you, if you think about it, there's players out there that give up a lot but help a team tremendously. Yeah. And P.J. Tucker, they didn't, they didn't need to go get, they didn't need to go get a, um, Green. Gerald Green, yeah. Gerald, what's his name? Gerald I, Green. I, I'm having a blank. <laughs> Gerald <laughs> Green. It's Jeff yeah. Green. From what? No, for Houston? No, the from Cleveland. Oh, yeah, Jeff Green. Jeff, Jeff Green. Green. There we go. They I thought you were talking about no, the Rockets no. for a second. Cleveland didn't need a Jeff Green. They didn't need a Derrick Rose. They didn't need They didn't need um, Dwayne Wade. They needed a P.J. Tucker, someone who could play defense on, LeBron, on Kevin True. Durant in the finals. True. And I, sit in the corner and shoot threes. I agree. Because Kyle Korver, Kyle Korver doesn't play defense. Yes. Okay? All he could do is shoot. They they addressed more of what they already had. Exactly. They didn't, they didn't address their needs and where they're weak at. And it, exactly. It's Rob. been shown to hurt them this season, and it's going to continue to hurt them if they don't make a change. Maybe at the trade, and that's what I think. You know where they could go and get George Hill, and I think George Hill's a very good. Yes, he's a perfect fit for them. He's a good fit for them. Uh, depends on what they give up. I don't know if Sacramento's willing. I mean, Sacramento's willing because they actually at point guard they have what's his name. They are, De'Aaron, De'Aaron Fox, Fox who just yeah. had 20-something points last night. They also have um, another rookie, Frank Mason. Yeah. That he's, so he's they, actually pretty yeah, good. They're, they're pretty deep at the point. Yeah, but I the thing that, again, they're not going to want old players. Like I mean, they'd be a bit much for George Hill or a bit much for Cleveland to give up for George Hill to get a guy like uh, – or to get that first-round pick for, that they got. No, from, he's not worth a first-round yeah, no, pick. No, no way that's, that's going to happen, but uh, I – I think that would be a good fit for them, and it could work out. And possibly, if they, you know, LeBron has his ways of doing stuff and ending up getting his way, they're gonna, there, something's gonna happen, and they're gonna get some kind of trade. And I don't know how it's gonna go. I'm predicting that it's no way going to be DeAndre Jordan or like they rumored Anthony Davis or Demarcus Cousins, which we got him, you know, shortly mentioned. Demarcus Cousins out yeah. for the year, Achilles. To, I hated to see that. Yes. That was terrible. Especially because the Pelicans Bad. are doing so well. Yeah, they're doing really well, so it's kind of tough to see that. Get healthy, Boogie. Get healthy. So that's the Cavs drama that Rob. always comes up because of the LeBron. Another guy that they're missing this year, Cleveland. Richard Jefferson. Mm. Locker room guy. Locker room guy. And did guy. his job. Yeah, but he's garbage. They stink! Um, hey. at, if you're talking New Jersey Nets, Richard Jefferson, yeah, the old squad with like Kerry Kittles and Jason Kidd and all that, then okay. But you know, I thought he helped the team a lot. Yeah, actually. I think you know he locker room presence. Yeah, if you to have Jr. and Shumper and Jay Crowder as your leaders in the locker room, it's shown to not be the greatest thing. So moving on from the Cavs, we'll look at some other trades. We talked about Kemba Walker last week. Uh, you know where he may go. That would be interesting 
even though they can't Detroit, really give up said? much. Yeah, Detroit. I was thinking that, Rob. That yeah. was my first thing. I was like, if they could pull Kemba, Blake Griffin, and Drummond, <laughs> they got something brewing on in got Detroit. A something cooking there if you get Kemba. But other other spots, obviously, I said the Knicks is kind of like far fetched. Uh, other places that he could go, you know, San Antonio, San Antonio. I really it. like to see. Doubt it though. I, you know, it's tough to see where you know we think Kemba may go. Denver was really interesting, even though they kind of have like a string of point guards with like Jamal Murray and everything going on. Well, one of them will get traded. So it's kind of up in the air at this point. I don't know where the hell Kemba's going to go. If he goes anywhere. If he goes anywhere. So that's an interesting thing to think about. And now another story that is, I think, is just completely made up and just complete BS is Kawhi Leonard wants out of San Antonio. Started up again by ESPN and uh, that guy Jalen Rose on the NBA pregame show and everything. He said Kawhi is upset with how the medical staff has handled his injury and how he wants to be playing with a marquee player, which I don't see how, you know, the way Marcus Aldridge has been playing, how Kawhi could be upset uh, about playing with him. And they're what? Right now they are third in the Western Conference, so I kind of see that as, once again, fake news coming out of ESPN. I don't really see that being something with validity. And However, I do think there is a valid point in what else Jalen said about how the reason that a lot of players and, like, marquee guys, you know, you've heard rumored of, like, Kevin Durant when he wanted to was a free agent, how he was going to, like, wanted to go to San Antonio or had a meeting, and all these other players – like Chris Paul was rumored to possibly go to San Antonio. The reason, and he and Jalen Rose pointed out that the reason a lot of these big time players don't want to go there is because it requires a lot of effort to play in Pop's system, and everyone is expected to do their own job and to contribute and you know be a part of the system. Well, and that's why you know everyone's like, oh, how is Jonathan Simmons playing well? How is Dejounte Murray playing well? Kyle Anderson, how are these guys playing well? Because they're system guys and they bought into what Pop is preaching. And they're able to. Isn't that a good coach? Yeah, and they have a good coach, and that's another thing that I think because they don't want to. Some players don't. I don't know. You know, Pop is you know thought of to be one of the best coaches and a good guy, the best, and you know thought to be a good coach to play for, which I would think. But you know, maybe he. uh, Who's who's had the most championships in the last like twenty years? Greg Popovich. Okay. Yeah. So why wouldn't you want to go there? They have a winning culture. That, You're going to make the playoffs every year. I just think it's a valid point that the players with their egos and how they get their money, man. They're San stupid. Ant- they're, I, I think they're stupid, but, you know, they don't want to put in the work in San Antonio because it's a lot of, you know, you got to buy into the system and do what he – it's the reason why Aldrich was all upset and he was like, oh, I don't really like being here, but then Pop was able to reel him back in when he was upset and he was going to ask for a trade. So that's just what I think. And Kawhi going, I, I, it's a made-up story. Kawhi's not getting traded. Although with Blake Griffin getting traded, that's interesting. No, no, no. no. Kawhi's that, yeah, not getting completely traded. Different, completely different. That's a, you know, not Kawhi is top five player when healthy. He yes. is not leaving San Antonio. No, not going to And just, just to throw out there, you got players like Tony Parker, who's taking a back seat now and is coming off the bench. Yeah. That's like because he's buying in. Yeah. Because he cares about winning. That's what you need. That's why I think a lot of these players have huge egos and they don't want to, you know, put the system and put the team before themselves. And Now, I if Kemba gets traded there, it makes things a lot interesting for hey, Kawhi Leonard. Yes. He and, could stop and, talking. Hey, I think that Kemba played for Jim Calhoun. He has. Hard, hard coach. He's a hard worker, too. Hard worker. I think Kemba would fit in. From New York. 
Bronx. Bronx man, he'll he'll work. So hard I think for that he'll, team. I think he'll be good there. So moving on from that, you know, ridiculous story that I just think is completely has a little bit of you know truth to it in that in that point that Jalen made. But moving on to smaller scaled players and rumored, we were going to talk about Avery Bradley, but he got moved. Yes, Nick. I have a. I actually have a big guy that might get traded. Who? Marcus All. Oh, why do you think so there? Grizzlies are terrible. not competitive. Terrible. And you're terrible. That's a, I just say not competitive. And Conley's out for the year. Yes, that's another and newsworthy. And it might be time just to move away from Marcus Gasol in Memphis. Yeah. And there's some teams out there that could buy that could trade for him. Who and are you thinking? I think my top two teams, I would say, would be Portland Trailblazers. Ooh, I like that. They need a big – well, they have Nurkic, but they'll trade Nurkic away. Yeah. And Nurkic and the first-round pick, I think, will do enough to get Marcus also. If you get Lillard, McCollum, Shabazz off the bench, and Marcus Shout Sol, out Shabazz. Yes, you're very competitive in the West, I think, I like that. Three. Yeah, I like that. I think that that would be a good fit. Another team that, that I would say well. – But they have Nurkic there, man. But so. it, yeah, but Marcus Sol is better than Nurkic. I think so, but – Plus, I think he's but he's young. He's got man. he's got playoff um, experience. Experience because the the Portland Trailblazers make the playoffs consistency for the last couple years. Right? Yeah, I think with the exception of a couple. But I think with Gasol, take him off. It'll help him out tremendously. I yeah, I think I could see that. I, I I like that, and you know, Marcus Gasol could get moved. Maybe Cleveland. That's no. Not gonna, I think I think. Happen. Well, you see, you mentioned the top team in the East, Rob. I think Boston Celtics also another team that could take a look at Marcus Gasol. Yeah, I think so too. Al Horford's been playing. I think he plays. Has Al Horford been playing the center position? The four, I think. I think Baines gets a lot of. Yeah, minutes. so that would be a scary team, especially next year if they got Marcus Saul, Al Horford, Gordon Hayward, and Kyrie. Those are my two teams. Those are my two teams that I think. All right, are I like that. I like that. Marcus Saul and uh, some other smaller name kind of guys. You got Derek Favors that possibly could be moved. Nice, a big guy that that would be something that I could conceivably see happening with Cleveland and Derek Favors. that Because he's a, a a really good talent, but I, he's not going to cost you as much as a guy like, you know, like Marcus Gasol or DeAndre mm-hmm. Jordan or anything like that. Nikola Mirotic, who was, came back from after getting whacked in the face. But they've been And he's been playing really well and been uh, they've cooled helping, they've helping cooled Chicago. They've cooled down a little. Yeah, but the, he really helped Chicago play really well. And uh, Larry Nance Jr., that's a guy that is rumored to get traded for the for the Los Angeles Lakers, even though he was thought of to be a part of that youth movement in Lakers and a part of Showtime. It's Showtime. And everything. So it looks like they may be moving on from Larry Nance, even though I think Larry Nance was like, he was like, oh, I don't know. You know, I'm kind of surprised that that's happening. But it's like, you know, you can't hold on to all these young players and expect them to just naturally just all gel together without bringing in some veterans. That's well, what the – the Sixers had to do. They had to trade away some of the younger guys to get in some more veteran kind is, of players. Um, is Nance on a one-year deal? or Well, he's still on his rookie contract, okay. so I don't know how many more years. Probably like you, I could probably see the, like two or three more years, I think, on his yeah. uh, rookie deal. So, so I could see – because I could see Cle- um, L.A. trading people with more than one-year deals, just trying to free up cap space for the offseason. Yeah. That's the reason why they have Brook Lopez and KCP on the roster. Mm-hmm. But Caldwell Pope also may be uh, potentially trade, trade, uh, trade bait. And another one that I got to mention from the New York Knicks, my man, 
Kyle O. Buckets has been rumored. I hope that he goes to a good team because he's like my favorite player on the Knicks. I just like Kyle O'Quinn, a nice beard. Him to he, the Bucks makes a lot of sense. That or the Golden State Warriors were thought of to be in there. That would be such a good fit for Kyle O'Quinn. I think he would make the Warriors that much better because I think JaVale, I mean, McGee, JaVale McGee and Zaza Pachulia – Zaza's garbage. But everyone's Zaza. like everyone's like Everyone's like, oh, JaVale McGee's been really good. But – Kyle O'Quinn now, everyone, like... JaVale McGee can only play 12 minutes. Yeah, yeah. He's got asthma. But, but, but right? my thing is, if you get Kyle O'Quinn, you could put him in the starting lineup, and he would, he's, he can not create for himself, but he can pass extremely well, finishes 10 million times better than JaVale McGee. And, uh, and Zaza. And Zaza. You know, JaVale dunks the ball, but, you know, that's just one aspect of his game. And he plays really good defense, and he can rebound offensively and defensively and Kyle O'Quinn is a real sleeper and I th- I hope that he goes to a good team because people will start to see how much better of a player he is than seeing him just on the garbage Knicks and then the Knicks are trying to ship off there's a story today about Joe Kim yeah Noah, I saw that and that yeah that's kind of funny so him and Jeff Hornacek had like a falling out and well no wonder because yeah. Noah sucks and Noah he doesn't sucks. play yeah and then the other one who's been playing really well the walking uh double double Ennis Cantor was Rumored to be in the uh, the trade market, which would make sense because he's twenty. I think he's twenty six, so he's a he's a younger guy and he's kind of like hitting his prime. And he's a good offensive player. That's a guy that I don't know how Cleveland he, could take a look at. Yeah, but him and LeBron hate each other, so that that probably wouldn't happen. And then Hernan Gomez too was rumored to go around, but I they're not even playing him this year, which doesn't make any sense. Like they've just been giving him like minimal minutes. That it's just weird. And he's like. Should be the center of the future, I think, because he played extremely well his rookie campaign. So the Knicks have like a lot of bigs, and I I think Kyle O'Quinn will be on the Golden State Warriors, and then everyone will start to see how much better of a player than he that he really is, and see how good he is. And another one that I think is like a weird, or not weird, but like just kind of interesting to see where he'll go is Tyreek Evans. Yeah, I mean potential. He's good off the bench. He's probably I think. Well, he starts now. I think. But he, uh, yeah, he's been, when he was off the bench, he was the leading sixth man candidate in my eyes. Rookie of the year. Former rookie of the former year. Former other rookie of the year. But, yeah, Tyreek Evans is a guy that could get shipped if you're looking at teams that I would say are potential suitors. Minnesota Timberwolves, they need another guy Ooh. off the bench. You mm. can never have too many. Yeah, um, I like that. Toronto needs more, right? Toronto needs a guy off the bench to score. Yeah, I think. C.J. Miles has played pretty well. Yeah, but when you're in the playoffs, DeMar Carroll and Kyle Lowry don't show up in certain games. DeMar Carroll's not on the team. DeMar, De- DeMar DeRozan. DeMar DeRozan, yeah. Yeah, I'm looking, yeah, no. I'm looking here. We have DeMar Carroll as a potential trade thing. Yeah. yeah. But those players, they don't show up in certain games. So a Tyreek Evans that could get his own, I'd take a risk on Tyreek. Yeah, I would take a risk on him too. I think Tyreek is a very good ball player. And he's kind of like in the same – I don't know. I kind of put him and like Lance Stevenson and like yeah. J.R. Smith and like all those kind of players that kind of like, kind of you know, they bounce around but they get buckets. They walk to their you know they go at their own pace and you know no one really tells them how to do it. and they they they're just kind of free spirits if you will and they they're just it'll be interesting where he lands. I could see him going to Toronto. That'd be a good he'd be a good scorer for them off the bench and. uh He'd be he'd be a solid player there. Be a solid player there. Let's talk about a couple other guys we got over here. Wes Matthews and yeah. Demar Carroll. Dallas sucks and the Nets suck. But the thing is, I think 
the Nets will not trade DeMar Carroll this year because he has two years left on the contract. I don't think a team wants him for two years. Next year, he will definitely get traded because it's a one-year deal. People want to free up cap space. Yeah. That will happen. Wes Matthews, he's another guy with a long with a pretty big contract. I think he's two years left. But, you know, shooters can never have too many of them, right? Yeah, I, I think – yeah. Three and D guys, you never have too many of them to put them around superstars. Wes Matthews. Wesley Matthews is a very good ball player. I think, personally, the Oklahoma City Thunder could use a guy like Wes Matthews. Yeah, dude. I think I think you were talking about it earlier or something about Avery Bradley possibly going to OKC. I love, now he's I love Bradley. Three but and D guys. I think, yeah, especially now with Roberson out for OKC, I, I could see that definitely happening. I think that uh, Wes Matthews would be perfect with – with that because they need more shooters even though Melo and Paul George are, and Westbrook are the big alphas over there but I think that would just be a really good fit for Wes Matthews and the Oklahoma City Thunder um, Kent Bazemore is another name that pops up yeah he could possibly get traded we'll it looks see. like they're going to keep Schroeder too Atlanta Schroeder I think they're going to keep because he's their point guard for the future yeah, right I think they're going to keep him and Bazemore has been if you pay attention to him or have him on fantasy you could kind of see that he's been a uh, bum not a bum, but you know. So the thing is, off. they could trade Bazemore and try to get if there's a desperate team out there for a first round pick. But I doubt it if they can get something, some type of young potential. Because if you look at their team, they have Schroeder, then they have Collins, and they'll probably be a top five pick where they could possibly get Bagley or Michael Porter. Yeah. And you're looking at a team that has three building blocks for the future. Yeah. But that's neither here nor there. We're not talking about future, not talking about draft. We're talking about trades. Mm-hmm. And, you know, who else do you have, Rob? Are you looking at anybody I mean, around the league, association that you think? I think we pretty much covered most of them. I think, you know, obviously knowing what, what happened with Blake Griffin, there's going to be some weird, you know, deals that may happen. You know, you don't know. Maybe, I think, uh, maybe Boogie will get traded while he's injured, or maybe Anthony Davis will get moved because they have a, a change in New Orleans has a change in – you know, mindset for how the the direction of the team is going, which would be weird, even though it's their first. And they were completely balling out AD and De, uh, Demarcus together, even though they weren't, you know, at the at the higher seed that we believe them to be. But they've been playing well, so you know, it's kind of interesting to see what's going to happen in the next week. The trade deadline is February eighth. Yeah. So the um, another team that needs players, Washington Wizards, they need shooters off the bench. They need some scorer off the yeah, bench. Yeah, because. Maybe Wesley Matthews to the Washington Wizards. Lou Williams, somebody like Lou that. Lou Williams, yeah, because Otto the Porter The Wizards needs need to, somebody. Yeah, Otto Porter really needs to step up and do something. Well, and he hasn't really They got Kelly Oubre has been stepping up. Kelly Oubre. Right? Yeah. Mr. He, Supreme. He, wavy Kelly Oubre, yeah. So, I mean, it's interesting with the whole trade situation. It's going to be crazy I to can't see wait. what happens. Yeah. So, definitely, you guys should keep – up to date with the trades because we'll be tweeting them out and uh, Instagramming them. Instagramming on them a, out on a, at Talking True Hoops on Twitter and Instagram. Definitely hit us with the follow. So we're actually going to hold off with the studs and bums this week because you know we had to talk about the trades because everything, especially it was it was kind of perfect timing to be honest with you to let it kick off with yeah, the Blake, Blake Griffin. Griffin. Yeah. So thank you once again for listening to the Talking True Hoops podcast on iTunes, YouTube. SoundCloud, wherever you're listening. Once again, subscribe to the podcast. Follow us at Talking True Hoops on Twitter and Instagram. And next week, we'll have more studs and bums and the big man on campus next week. Nick? Yeah. We're-
good trade deadline special. Love, love the deals coming through. This is my favorite time once again. Um, yeah, let's go. Peace. Yeah. So join us next week for the Talking Through Hoops podcast. Thank you for this. You've been listening to the Talking True Hoops podcast with Robert Schlatter and Nick Parabolos. Once again, be sure to subscribe to our podcast and follow our social media, Talking True Hoops on Twitter and Instagram. Join us next week for more basketball talk on Talking True Hoops.